0: Welcome back to 4 in tow podcast, where moms can find encouragement on their journey through homeschooling. My name is Elizabeth, and this is episode 22. We're going to continue our series of interviews that I did with a bunch of amazing unschooling mothers. Today, I'll be sharing Chelsea's story. Chelsea is a homeschool mom from Florida. She shares with us what it's like being a new homeschool mom using the unschooling method in the state of Florida, and how she's able to follow the legal guidelines set by her state. So without further ado, here is my interview with Chelsea. Enjoy.
1: Hey, everybody, it's Elizabeth with Four and Toe back with you. And today I have an Instagram friend, Chelsea, that I'm interviewing today about unschooling. So she was one of the people that said, hey, I unschool when I posted out there on Instagram. I want to talk to unschoolers. Who are you? Where are you? So I just want to thank you, Chelsea, right off the bat for coming and being available for this because this is just really exciting for me. I'm excited to be here and chat about it. So Awesome. So tell me, what part of the country are you? Where
2: are you? And um, yeah, let's start there. We are in South Florida. So I'm at right outside of Fort Lauderdale, just north of Miami. Um, and we are native Florida Floridians. So Ooh. yeah, so we've sort of grew up here our whole lives in South Florida. Awesome. So how many kids do you guys have? We have three. Audrey is almost 10 in a month. Um, Cole is seven and Bodie is five.
1: Okay, awesome. My oldest just turned ten last week, and I think I had a major meltdown. <laughs>
2: no, I'm waiting for it to come in January. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just one of those. This cannot be possible.
2: <laughs> I know. I like age does not make me feel old. Her turning ten makes me feel old. <laughs> I I totally agree. I totally agree.
1: Yep, yep. My husband's gonna celebrate his last thirty-something birthday in a month, and um, yeah. I'm not far behind. And so <laughs> yeah. yeah, that hasn't made us felt feel old either. Yeah, I agree. Yes. <laughs> <No, it's
2: laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, scary.
1: All right. So how long have you guys been homeschooling and how long has it been has it always been unschool for you guys or has was there a point in which you just
2: changed tactics? Well, this is a technically our second year homeschooling. Okay. Um she is in fourth grade now. So we did third and fourth grade. Um it was – I didn't know – well, the first year, you never know what you're going to do. Yeah, this is so right. So <laughs> it's sort of like a wild ride, and we went more strict on a curriculum. And then, like, halfway through the year, we were like, heck no, this is not what we want. And then this year, we have totally embraced the unschooling. Um, I mean, I feel like we do it all year round, so we haven't really, like, stopped between the two years. But, um, yeah. yeah, no, we love – the idea of it and everything about it. <laughs> That's awesome. And the freedom of it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So how would you, how would
2: you define the unschooling method? Oh gosh. I guess I would say it's almost like just learning through life. I mean, it's really just doing life every day and adding learning into it. I it's, it's was such a weird thing originally to think about like, Oh, you go into homeschooling, you wanted to use a curriculum and you want to do all this stuff. And then it was, I don't know. There was a turning point that like, we didn't want the curriculum. We didn't want the, we just wanted to life together. Yeah. And so it turned into learning through life, like just I, teaching them, you know, I don't know. It just organically weirdly happened. And I absolutely love it. That's
1: awesome. So um, I have creeped on your Instagram page. <laughs> and um, So you're a young living um, aromatherapist. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So with that and unschooling, how, how, what does a day in the life look like? I, I want to ask, what does a day of school look like for you? But when it's unschool, that's kind of an unfair question.
2: <laughs> yeah. What does, right. what does this um,
1: look like? What does learning and the job look like?
2: Um. Well, right. Since I do Young Living, so I teach mostly online or on um via Instagram. I do a lot of the little things on there. Um. Gosh, we wake up at a bright and early like nine is the normal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I mean it just works for us because we stay up later normally. Um so we like wake up, get going. If we don't have to be at the park, we do a lot of play dates and stuff. So if we don't have something going on, then we just normally hang out, eat breakfast, then do lunch. Um we live in the city but we have some ducks. (laughs) We have six ducks that live with us. So we mess around with them outside. My boys love being outside. So they pretty much spend majority of the day outside doing stuff. Um, and then we'll read like, I don't know, gosh, maybe do a worksheet because in Florida we have to keep a portfolio. Okay. Yeah. So, um, that's, yeah. Okay. So I'll do, they'll do like a random worksheet, but a lot of times it's like, we like to do a lot of hands-on stuff like park stuff. Um, they're now into cooking. So like, that's a huge, like part of our math. Cool is just teaching them that type of stuff. Um, I don't know. We're pretty easygoing people. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I mean, it's really like I don't know. Gosh, sometimes I'm like, oh, wow, that's our life. Like, it's so much fun and easy, and it's yeah, it's just super easy and relaxing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome.
1: So, so yeah, that was actually part of the question. I've actually posed this to – I have, like, two listeners who are in my support group (laughs) who support my podcast financially. And so I asked them, I was like, do you guys have any questions for unschoolers? Because neither of them unschool. And I don't either. I consider Mm -hmm. myself an eclectic homeschooler. And so – we're like okay. all fascinated and have all these questions <laughs> in the state of Florida. Like, how does that work as an unschooler? Because like in, for example, in Pennsylvania, we're we as homeschoolers are accountable to the school district. And every year we have to have our work, a portfolio of our work evaluated by a certified teacher. And there are certain years in which they have to have testing and those scores have to be submitted to the school district or to our evaluator as well. And then they have a letter to the school district anyway, blah, blah, blah. There's right, there's right. a whole bunch of stuff. So I'm trying to figure out how unschooling would work in a, in a state. Sounds like Florida might be similar, where there are guidelines for homeschoolers
2: that say you have to have this and this and this. Right. Um. The only guideline, like Florida is one of the easier states. I mean, we do have to keep a portfolio, but um, it's literally they want one worksheet for reading and math a month. And they wow. want to three books that you've read. All you need is three, <laughs> three books. In a year or in a month? In a year. That's Okay. Oh <laughs> <laughs> like, my goodness. Like, their reading list is literally three books. And then right. Well, one worksheet, it can be super easy. Like it's not, it's really basic worksheets. So, um, I mean, anything you want, it just has to show that they started learning it and they know it by the end of the year. That's all. It's really easy. Wow. To, like, so so are the worksheets given to you
1: by the state or these are just you get to no, pick?
2: Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, it can be anything you want. So wow. it's pretty, pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like they don't require a schedule written out. Doesn't Pennsylvania require like a certain amount of days? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have to keep track of our days. A log of 180 school days. Right. Yeah. And we don't they don't care in Florida about that. Wow.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: like, so we do have to do worksheets, sure, but only one a month, but so they don't mind. They love it. And Twist it's man. added into our fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Wow. That's fascinating. Yeah. So, uh,
1: so then with that, since you, you have the freedom to do that, what, what subjects you mentioned cooking already, but what subjects are your kids interested in? Like how do if they find a subject they're into, let's, well, let's use cooking as an example. So they're into cooking. How do you go about helping them learn about that? Or what's the process? Like, explain that to me. Like, are they going to YouTube? Are they getting books? Are they just trying recipes? Like, how do you do
2: that? My seven-year-old son is now into just, I guess, the concept of taking care of himself, more like, I guess, home ec type of thing. Okay. Um, And then my Almost. So he's just excited to be able to open the can and pour it. The whole process he's excited Sure. About. Okay. Um, and then, cause he just made beans, refried beans. We got actually trick or treating. They got a can of refried beans. <laughs> okay. That's the first. <laughs> so he was so excited to be able to cook it from, which, I mean, we normally don't eat refried beans like out of the can, but he was so excited to start <laughs> to, from start to finish to do the yeah. whole thing on his own. Um, but my, for my daughter, we'll do more like, um, uh, just adding with the cups and the tablespoons. So then we can talk, you know, math with how many, you know, cups and all that stuff. And then she can do a division. Okay. You know, with doing all the, all that. And so I'll just, I'll write it out and do some stuff and let her see it. And then we can like add, you know, a half a cup and a half a cup equal one, you know, Mm -hmm. that type of stuff. But, um, I don't know. Yeah. It's pretty laid back. I don't have any like (laughs) crazy Or but she's big into YouTube. So she will look stuff up, recipes up, and then she'll see stuff and want to do all that.
1: Yeah. I guess that's been one of my questions is what resources, when the kids get curious, like what resources do you use? You know what I mean? Like,
2: um, I end up searching a lot on like Pinterest. Mm -hmm. Um, my kids are like obsessed with Wildlife and outdoors and stuff so like because uh, my, my husband takes them one of the benefits to homeschooling is that sure. our schedules are really relaxed so my husband um, We have lobster season of that we can go and catch them with lo- uh, Lobster nets oh, cool. and so he'll take him out my sev- my seven-year-old at like midnight And they'll go do that and then he sees like all the water at night and all the fish and everything so he's big into learning about animals and all that so his has come more from nature. And yeah. then my daughter looks a lot of stuff up on YouTube, um, or I will, yeah, search a lot of stuff on Pinterest and try to find things that more geared towards what they're into at the moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So, yeah. Very cool. So, what are some of your top suggestions, either that you use or that friends have suggested to you that you might not yet have that you would say are the must haves for your kids? um, for unschooling? I want to ask what curriculum, but I know that's not a thing in unschooling. So like yeah. like our library cards must have, or like our, you um, know, what are some of the must haves for your kids?
2: Well, originally, so last year we did that reading eggs and math seeds and they, <laughs> okay. So it's like more of an online thing, um, which sometimes they will ask cause it's like almost like a game. Okay. And so the, sometimes they'll ask to play it. Um, and it's cool. Yeah. Cause it's more online. It's game. It's, um, not like learning, reading, reading, is it reading eggs and math seeds. Okay. Um, and it's strictly online. They have printouts that you can do and I was randomly printing those out for our portfolio stuff. Cool. Um, but yeah, no, we love library cards. My daughter loves just sitting in the library. Um, what else? Let's see. I don't know. Pinterest is so much fun to find stuff. And then like yeah. just even knowing your local parks. Like for us, we love we have so much stuff in South Florida that we can do all year round. Mm. So we I don't know, I am always Googling like parks or outdoor fun stuff to do. Um and like I guess I'm trying to I am still trying to build my community of unschoolers though. Because yeah. it's sort of a scary word. Yeah. <laughs> and some yeah. people are a little like, ah um so I am trying to find more of a community of that so if anybody listening wants to connect yeah. I'm totally down <laughs> yeah, that's
1: awesome so that I guess that is a good question to ask too I hadn't even thought about it, but like how do you how do you build community with unschoolers? I mean, in my area, there's such a random collection of homeschoolers. We have a lot of homeschoolers there's a lot of people um, homeschooling for religious reasons and there's some people that just aren't we just want to homeschool our kids so we do and so um we've got the we've got the gamut of styles up here in western pennsylvania and so trying to connect with people it actually are there i it's one of those situations where i feel like it's impossible to try and connect with people because there are so many different (laughs) different ones of us and it's easier to connect with homeschoolers when they are the same style as you right Mm -hmm. like yeah and and you don't want to do the whole comparison thing. But at the same time, like, I'm also finding <laughs> I love h- having friends like you who do things so differently. And like, I love just to say, like, how do you do that? It makes no sense to my brain. Yeah. <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> right. I know. It, I mean, it still makes no sense to my brain. I'm not going to lie. It's such a struggle <laughs> sometimes. I'm like, am I failing them? And then I'm yeah. like, no, they're thriving in like, yeah. you know, this, this, and this. So it, it takes me, it's even my mind to be like, ah, I don't sure. know. Sure. Are there homeschool hard. groups down there in Florida, like in your area um, at all? Or how, yeah, how does the homeschool a, We have a pretty big community that's coming. I, I feel like it's getting more stronger each year. Um, I don't know. There's the, a lot of businesses offer a lot of stuff to homeschoolers, like the mm. half price stuff and all that. But as far as like, parents I don't like there's like it's more like clicky I don't know because it's like South Florida it's like the city I don't know it's Mm. not our jam to be a part of that um yeah and I sort of like my freedom of not you know being going somewhere or having to like be in a group to meet all the time yeah so we sort of go with the flow I guess and oh and we have a lot of friends who still have smaller children Mm -hmm. and so we normally end up at the parks with them and, and all that. So.
1: Yeah. 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 Building community is difficult.
2: (laughs) It is. It It is is. so difficult.
1: (laughs) So then what are some of your top suggestions, um, either books, podcasts, blogs that support you, that help you as an unschooling mom that might encourage other people who are interested in unschooling? Mm, okay,
2: Wild and Free is a, like, I'm sure you, uh, you know of them um, Dude, I, just I followed them on oh, so did I, yes okay, <laughs> nice. so, and I've heard it's really good um, yeah so I actually met a mom from that, but we haven't gotten together yet her first, like, little get together is uh, December 2nd, so um, okay. we haven't gotten together yet but um, uh, so I, I follow a lot of stuff from them what else i don't know uh, any form of podcast that has to do with homeschooling in general i listen to cuz i do like to hear other people's opinions and what mm-hmm. they do um and then i guess just a lot of mom i follow a lot of moms on instagram and just go into the hashtags and search like unschooling homeschooling homeschool mom like you yeah. know all the <laughs> fun hashtags and then i find people and like i don't know I, yeah i just like following and watching their story and then i can sort of relate and you know that type of stuff
1: yeah so that's awesome. It sounds to me like you're um maybe maybe intentionally maybe unintentionally uh building an online community around yourself um i yeah. <laughs> i've been uh some of my friends uh some of my very best friends right now are people I've met online, and my mom gives me the hardest time about it. She's like, You can't have friends online like it's not a thing I'm like um mom, you remember the guy I married like <laughs> We we met in school but we reconnected online and we are now married and have been for 11 years and so we have four kids like it started online.
0: <laughs>
2: so, yeah,
1: that's so cool. I'm not committing my life to any of these friends like I did to my husband. I think I'm okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. I yeah, it's the community online. I feel like I have more friends like even from just doing Young Living and some of my great friends who cheer me on in life and in mm-hmm. business are all people via Instagram. Really. Yeah. Uh, you know Like meeting people through Instagram is and just in Facebook or groups or whatever is, I don't know, I feel like there's better connections there than the locals I have. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's really interesting, isn't it? Because like locally, you have you have similarities to people locally because it's your location. (laughs) But then when it comes to ideals and just who we are as people, it seems you can find people like you or that you get along with yeah. or, or anywhere. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. You can find, I don't know. Yeah. People. Yes. Identical to you and people who, you know, mesh well with you. Yeah. All, all online. Yeah. I love yeah. it.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
2: So can I ask you a question real fast?
1: Yeah. Go for it. Okay.
2: Um, what was the reason you guys started homeschooling or did so, you do it from the beginning?
1: I have been. Yeah. Yeah. So we have four kids. We've been doing it from the beginning. Um, Mm, the main reason is because i wanted to (laughs) um i was homeschooled as a kid and don't regret any of any of it um loved it um and then when we started having kids my husband was public schooled and when we had kids at first he's like no we're sending them to public school and i'm like well i'd really like to homeschool them and he said well If you want to homeschool them, it would be your time. Like, if it's something you want to do and that's how you want to spend your time, go for it. And we weren't really in a position for me to work. Um, Lots of life things (laughs) happening. So I wasn't really able to work. Um, So homeschooling just made sense. And so, yeah, I just started doing it. And we have had discussions. I don't know if we'll homeschool all the way through. Maybe, um will probably end up doing what my parents did was at junior high level offered them like, do you want to go to public school or do you want to stay homeschooled um, in the state of Pennsylvania? The kids can get a diploma through various programs. There's like ways to do it where you get credits for various subjects that you study and you can start mm-hmm. that as soon as seventh grade. And so oh, wow. for me, that's what my parents did. And I would do that with my kids, too. Like at seventh grade, look, if you want to homeschool. That's fine. Just let me know. But if you want to go to public school, this would be the time to do it now. And then I'd probably give them another choice in ninth grade as well. Do you want to homeschool or do you want a public school? And then after that, I'm like, we're not switching. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I just I just wanted to. And then um, the school district that we're in, of all the ones around here, I hear the best things about the school district we're in. But I I just don't like Most of the things I hear about the schools in the area, I just don't hear good things. Um, So for the fact that they take your kids for the day, but
2: (laughs) yes, well, right, I know people think I'm crazy. That's their, that's most people's question to me, and they're like, "How Mm -hmm. do you do it with your kids all day?" I'm like, "It's really actually easy." Like, yes, they get annoying, of course, they're children, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Like, it's less anxiety for me to have them home with me.
1: Yes. I would agree. So, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I totally agree. So if people want to follow you on social media or Instagram, where can they find you?
2: Okay, on Facebook, it's uh, I'm obviously Chelsea Henning. Um, I do have a business page called Essentially Mrs. Henning. Um, And then on Instagram, I am just Mrs. Henning, all one word. Cool. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Do you mind if people reach out to you if they have any questions or anything like that?
2: Oh, no. I love, I totally love talking to people. And like you said, meeting people online and building that. It's obviously something I'm working on is building my audience on, on Instagram. So I'm totally down for any form of chatting about it.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Do your kids, do your kids help with your essential oil business at all?
2: Uh, My 10 year old, that's what she says she actually wants to do when she gets older is she wants to share about oil. So I'm totally down with that. Uh, But she does to she normally comes to all my classes and workshops I host, so that's awesome. She likes it, and they know they know how I mean they're you know excited to use them and they know how they work and they yeah. have special ones they love, and so it's it's part of our life since they've yeah. been little. So, yeah, oh, that's awesome, that's so cool. cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I understand that. Like the kids watching and going,
2: I want to be part of that, <laughs> right? And it's cool, and then, and then it yeah. shows them the entrepreneurship of it. So, yeah. to me, it's It's exciting to watch them watch me.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for taking time. I really appreciate it. And
2: um, yeah. yeah, so that's, well, thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah.
0: I hope you enjoyed the interview with Chelsea. I know I had a lot of fun talking with her. And if you want to follow her or ask her any questions directly, you can find her on Instagram, at Mrs. Henning, that's M-R-S-H-E-N-N-I-N-G on Instagram. You could also ask her any questions about Young Living oils or essential oils. I'm sure she would love to share with you. Join us next week where I interview a couple, Ryan and Gina, from Arizona for the last installment of this unschooling mini series. 4 until Podcast is part of the Fade to Gray Network. To find out more about what Fade to Gray Network is, you can find our website fade to com and check out the different podcasts that we have in our network. We also have a new movie podcast called Movies That Molded Me. And it is a fun game show that my husband and myself and our friend Chris are part of. And I'm going to fade out my episode today with a quick advertisement for you guys to hear. For Until podcast is brought to you by my wonderful collection of patrons. Patrons receive an extra bonus episode every month that I make exclusively for those who help support the podcast financially. This month, I'm going to share my thoughts on how unschooling has helped me in my eclectic homeschooling style and how I've implemented some of the things that I've learned through these interviews into our homeschooling week. Please go to patreon.com backslash and toe podcast and sign up to be one of my patrons. I want to give a huge shout out to all of my fans following on Instagram. I reached a huge milestone this last week, hitting over 500 followers. That just warms my heart. I'm just so excited that um, what I'm doing is helping some of you. Thank you to everybody who is tuning in. I really just appreciate everybody who is taking time to listen to the episodes. And I hope that I'm helping people to navigate their own homeschool journeys. Let me know by leaving a comment or a review, a thumbs up, a five-star rating. Uh, Let me know what you think. And if you guys have any questions that you would like to see me approach or curriculum you'd like me to review, please reach out to me on any of my social media platforms. I'm on Facebook and Instagram at 4 Podcast. I also have a new Twitter account that is starting to gain some momentum as well. And my Twitter handle there is just 4intopod, P-O-D. Thanks again for tuning in and for supporting the podcast. I really appreciate each and every one of you. You guys are making this journey worth it. I'm so excited. So until next time, have a great week. And mama, remember, you've got this. You're listening to the Fade to Gray Network. Hey, these are the movies that mold.
1: What's up, podcast listeners, this is Elizabeth.
0: And this is Chris. What's going on? It's Omar here from Movies That Molded Me. What is Movies That Molded Me? It's the most fun podcast around.
1: (laughs) It's a (laughs) movie-ranking game show where we take our favorite movies from a specific topic or genre and play against each other to create the definitive top five list.
0: Where can we find Movies That Molded Me?
1: You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And then if you want to follow us on
0: our socials, you can find us at Movies That Molded Me on Instagram, Facebook at Movies That Molded Me and Molded Me on Twitter.
1: Check it out. It's a lot of fun. (laughs) You need to listen to our show.